All right, we are back. Welcome back to the Overrun Show. It's me, your boy, Joby. Hello, hello. And Chase, when he What's decides not to be depressed. And yeah, we're it's back. A rare day. Yeah, it's, it's a rare occasion. It is a rare occasion, but you have a lot of news to fill our audience in on regarding yeah. your most recent car purchase and that whole transaction. So Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, 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 uh, we talked about it, like, very briefly, but I was kind of, like, in the market for a Porsche Boxster, um, for a while. I had sold that GTI, which we talked about, you know, the GTI that I sold on Cars and Bids, um, and I used that money to buy myself a Boxster, um, and from the looks of things so far, I kind of stole it. It's got 59,000 miles on it. I put 300 miles on it just this weekend. Runs like a top. Uh, and there's really nothing to report as far as issues with it, other than what I bought it with, which, like, it's it's a little scruffy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's got... Uh, I told you that someone... Whoever, whatever, you know, senile old man owned it before, uh, the people I bought it off, you know, had, like, backed it into a wall. Uh, so when we went to detail it, um, you know, like, I, I saw the, the clear cut's a little peeled up, and yeah, then the front of the the front of the car is like totally munched. Yeah, uh, like the front bumper is stone chipped to hell and back. Yeah, the hood is pretty stone chipped. There's some sap on there that like we couldn't get off of the clay bar. But like that just means it's not perfect. It's like a it's like a strong seven out of ten. You know, yeah, aesthetically in and out. I mean, and I it's guess if you really clean. wanted to, you could always get that stuff fixed later if you wanted to. I, yeah, but like it would be for the money I bought it for. Yeah. So in the interest of full disclosure, I bought it for eleven thousand and fifty dollars, not eleven thousand five hundred. But I guarantee you, I'm going to say eleven thousand five hundred a lot. Yeah, yeah um, I would too. Yeah, I mean, like I wrote it on like other stuff that I had to like refill. It's been. I should have just told them, like, can we do it 11 so that I don't make these mistakes, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, you know, if I were to try and fix the paint, dude, it would be, you know, I mean, like, you'd probably have to just paint the car at that point. Oh, yeah. How much of the, you know, value of that car would be, you know, 50%, right? Good paint job's probably five grand, you know? (laughs) So, like, it's not. Yeah, and I don't really know how much it would... I don't really think those things are going to go up in value too much. I don't Not yet. I think they will eventually. I don't think mm. that like I no, they will. I mean like it's just the nature of I mean the them. S's I mean, like, have gone up in S, value. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't know. I mean maybe That's they will. the other thing. Yeah, so I mean the quick spec rundown uh you know it's an arena red car which is uh I I highly suspect that that's the same color of paint that was on my first car a volkswagen um oh yeah over yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no no i'm gonna like i'm gonna like have a paint shop paint me a little swatch of each and yeah. like, compare them because i really do think if that like not I mean, they're Porsche pretty was close broke, like they yeah pretty they're close. pretty close yeah. um regardless uh yeah oh it's arena red over tan um it's the base car so it's the 2.7 liter engine uh a 2000 so it doesn't have the 2.5 because that was everything pre 2000 um right and it's got a five speed right and the gears are a little long that's okay and it's got bluetooth now yeah nice that was today yeah there may or may not be like i told you a 
small parasitic drain on the battery. <laughs> uh, because I don't know fuck all about wiring. Yeah. We're more than 30 seconds into the show. I can say fuck no. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're good. We have to, yeah, we, we have to watch that for YouTube now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the many things you get to learn when becoming a content creator is the things you can and can't say. I'm glad that we didn't on the ones that we've taped already. Um, yeah. No, I, th I think we've actually done a pretty good job. I think it's a lot easier to not curse when you're actually talking about something that you have like plenty to talk about. I feel like sometimes when you don't have enough to talk about people, like you start I start filling me, space. I use, you know, curse words or whatever to just yeah. fill in sentences. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But, yeah. That's how I know I've like kind of run out of gas on a review. Yeah. If I'm, you know, if I'm like 1800 words in and right. I, I'm like, well, the fucking car, like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when, when I know it's time to wrap have around. Nothing really, yeah, important. It's time to, to it's time to a delete three hundred words because you probably have quite a lot of bloat in there if you're running right. out of steam. Right. And b wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that. Oh yeah, I caught a I caught a big break on it too. Yeah. Like I told you, yep. um, you know, so I got a pre purchase inspection, which everybody should obviously do mm -hmm. when they're buying an older car like that, uh, especially an old German car. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I've been bitten by that before. I won't be bitten by it again. And this time I caught a huge break, and it's part of what allowed me to just absolutely steal this car. Mm -hmm. um, when I got the PPI, I bought it in Fort Collins, which is, you know, for the non locals, about an hour and a half north of Denver, uh, where I live. And the shop up there you know tells me like hey listen like the brakes are gonna need to be replaced pretty soon ish uh not tomorrow but soon and then the water pump is starting to go and a water pump on those like apparently they just eat water pumps like clockwork every mm -hmm. forty thousand miles which is what the tech up there told me and i was like all right cool like we kind of worked that into our negotiations when i bought the car i got the deal done and today i drove it to my guys down here um shout out to aspen auto clinic um and they pull me into the back and they're like hey man like you should look at this water pump and it's totally 100 percent dry hmm. so my water pump is not going they checked it like they made so sure then i the wonder what led the people that did that your ppi to believe that it was you know something was going on with it fantastic question hmm. uh the tech and i were theorizing that maybe like one of the um you know the i think it was the coolant like in intake it was coolant into the water pump or something like that one of those mm -hmm. that's like right there at the bottom of the motor um yeah. was was weeping just like a tiny little bit yeah i think just because the hose clamp that was on there was kind of old and rusty and maybe loosened a little bit with age yeah um and the pipe is probably you know it's 23 year old right. piping now sure. um yeah but just that alone, you know, like if it were really on its way out, which he made it sound like it was, like mm -hmm. there would be a lot of dried coolant on there. It would be all white up in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing. You know, mm -hmm. and like, I, I don't know. Uh, the one thing that we didn't do was drop, like you can kind of see it with one of those little like super extendo Ricci mirrors. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah but like we didn't drop the uh, uh, underbody panel. Sure. But like it was visible enough with that, and the pulley looked to be in good condition too. Nice. The, the serpentine belt looked good. Nice. Like no cracking, no fade, no wear, straight. So good. I really don't know 
These guys seemed pretty trustworthy. They had phenomenal reviews. They're a Porsche-specific shop up there in Fort Collins, so I don't think that they would just try and get it could me have just been the guy pump. that you got. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Or maybe they were, like, trying to do me a solid and, like, writing a water pump when or, the water pump was, here's like, kind of... They knew the people that owned that car, didn't like them, tried to do you a solid... <laughs> So they're like, yeah, this water pump's going, dude. That sucks. You might want to tell the the sellers. I have a receipt from an oil change, so I know that was done very recently, and I suspect like he wouldn't take it to a different shop just for an oil change. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah. But I don't know. Either way, it seems like I got I got a fourteen hundred dollar break, which is great because the car also needed tires. It's got twenty sixteen date codes on the tires. Yeah. Um, you know, and we know what happens to people who drive. Porsches on old tires. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Paul. Um, so too soon. I'll have to do that, and I'll do brakes for the yeah. cost of what was going to be the water pump. So I'm pretty stoked. Nice. I, yeah. Yeah. It's been good so far. I mean, you haven't driven it yet, but you'll have to. The gearbox, the uh, or the, the shifter is terrible. Really? Are you gonna well, swap so it bad. for something else? Uh, people do like one of two to three things okay so they either because things were still kind of tight at porsche into the next generation of boxsters slash caymans the 987 generation financially tight i mean uh, a lot of the miscellaneous assemblies got carried over Mm. um between the 911 the 986 and the 987 Um, yeah and like people will put the 987 shifter assembly into a 986 because they did kind of shorten the ratio or the uh, shift throw a little bit and it's it's a bit notchier yeah uh, same argument for the 911 the 991 the 911 people will do the exact same swap yeah uh, or people will just straight up buy a short shifter kit um it seems like that's the most economical option oh okay uh the short shifter kits are like two to three hundred dollars yeah, um, which is quite a lot more than I paid for the short shifter kit on the M3. Uh, the short shifter. How much was it on the M3? It was like 150 bucks. Oh, and that was the dine-in one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let me fact check myself here real quick because maybe that's not true. Hmm. Yeah, but those dine-in parts are not cheap either. So no, they are not. Yeah. Because I know that. I mean, that's like the whole thing with all the. I mean, the. Um. No, the the M3 shifter was 200 bucks. I mean, still, I don't know. Whatever. So, I mean, it's like two to three hundred bucks with Boxster one, too. Uh, yeah. But it definitely needs it because, like, the bushings are worn because they're 23 years old and it's yeah. just not something that, like, previous owners have thought to do. Yeah. Is it something you know, that like, you're going to be able to do yourself or would you have to take it somewhere? Yeah, it seems like it's pretty easy. So if you're if you're not familiar with the interior of these 986, 987, 991, 996 Porsches, the shifter assembly is in the car with you instead of being right on top of the transmission because the gearbox is obviously at the very back of the car. Mm. Um, so there's just a cable assembly that kind of runs under the, uh, I guess for the sake of clarity, transmission tunnel. You yeah, know, it's just a center right. console tunnel, right? That leads to the back. Right. Um, and the whole shifter assembly is up there and then there's just shifter cables that run back to the transmission. So it's it's a cable action. So people will just kind of adjust the cables because sometimes they do stretch just a little bit with age. Mm. 
Um, I think given the mileage of my car, I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. So right. it should just be a pretty straight up and down swap. Yeah. And that will probably be the biggest change to the car's overall driving experience. Really the only mod that I plan on. I guess you could call the Bluetooth receiver a mod. But that's really the only yeah. major mechanical modification I plan on doing. Yeah. There's. I was going to tell you, there's this one website that I've been seeing. Or not website, but it's like ads for something. I think it's on Instagram. I've been seeing it, but it's this company and they make like what looks like oem porsche like head units or whatever um and but it has like a little screen on it and you can get like apple carplay and stuff is this the porsche classic thing it might be it's just it's a porsche it's porsche made right no this one's not made by porsche i i can't remember i'd have to look it up to see who makes it because porsche does that and they're obviously because it's porsche it's not cheap right? yeah oh for sure you can do you can get single din ones for like old old 911s like pre-996 911s yeah yeah uh and you know like the ultimate la car steez is like a resto modded 964 with the yeah. porsche classic head unit in it uh, yeah. i see them yeah. everywhere when i go to la um <laughs> they're like well, it's also just like the there. ultimate i don't know it was, seems price. like it would be really nice, but Ky, um, so Kyle Hyatt at Jalopnik, who's like kind of a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. um, has a nine nine six nine eleven, which is you know the same kind of era of Porsche as I now own, um, mm-hmm. and he did it. He ate the twelve hundred bucks and did it, yeah. and said that a it was a huge pain in the ass to install because mm-hmm. you have to like modify the DIN cluster. Uh, if you like, if your car came with a single DIN, you basically have to like cut part of the DIN. Wow. Um, to you know, obviously accommodate the doubled in head unit with the larger yeah. screen now, yeah. and then on top of that, like it's a little bit laggy and like it's just not as like polished as he thought it would be. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like it's a huge upgrade if you want like that level of connectivity in your car. Yeah. But honestly, like after using the CD changer and the CD player in the nine eight six, I kind of want i like have decided i'm keeping the stock radio because i was initially going to do that and i like did my taxes today and i was like man that's what i would have put that money towards can you even burn cds anymore like is that dude i bet you i could i should i'm gonna like fully backdate myself and start like digging out old mixes on my like windows music how many many cds can you hold what six so there's four um this was kind of, it seems like it was an option. You kind of got to pick what sure. the different single DIN slots in your Porsche at the time. Okay. So mine, I've seen different configurations, but my specific car has the climate controls at the top, the radio underneath it, and okay. there's two more slots in front of the shifter on the console. Yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, usually like a little storage slot and then like cup holders or the CD carriers and yeah. the CD carriers is not actually a CD changer. It's just a place to put the CDs. It doesn't oh. read the CDs from there. And it's super German and extra and over-engineered. And they go like right in front of the climate control vents too. It seems like a odd so place like, to put them. Well, I mean, it kind of because like your drink stays cool in the summer, it stays hot in the winter, um, but it also blocks your climate control. 
and apparently that's what, that's what i mean yeah. yeah yeah but regardless like someone has figured out how to put one in i'm really hoping this company i like called patina handle will make a seat rail cup holder yeah like they do for other 911s and uh older bmw oh, i think you told me about that yeah yeah that's the cup holder that i had in the m3 um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who made that thing. Yeah. So yeah. it just it just goes onto like that front seat uh, rail bolt, and it you know it's a little cup holder that's like three inches. I think it was super sturdy too. So yeah, and it's like yeah. CNC aluminum. Yeah. It's super nice. Yep. Um, it was like eighty dollars, uh, which is kind of a lot for a cup holder, but it was. I mean, it's one hundred fifty for the shitty Porsche OEM one. So like yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, the CD. I put the CDs in, dude, and like they sound really good. Like the sound system is really clean. Yeah. It's obviously not as nice as the ones in like newer cars. Yeah. Um, but it's like really clean. The bass is good. Treble, you know, like the highs are nice. Like there's the clarity is there. Like physical media for the win. Yeah. So I just ordered a little Bluetooth dongle that goes off the like eight pin socket at the back of the radio. Well. Um. As long as it works and, and doesn't like, blow anything yeah, up. So now I, have, now I have both, you know, and like yeah. I'll get one. How of those is the little... Bluetooth like audio quality good? It sounds like five percent muddier than the CDs. Okay, so it's not too big. Of a so, and like the CDs, I I kind of knew it was going to be like that. So the CDs that I bought that I didn't already have because I already had a few left over from like middle school and high school. Sure. Yeah. Um, because I kind of was in middle school and high school at the tail end of CDs and the very start of like. You know, they still media. sell them. Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. dude, I just, I just bought weird. the new Metallica album on CD. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think it's funny. <laughs> which is a pretty good album. I don't know if you like Metallica, but I do. I haven't listened good. to it, but yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. Like um, it. there were a couple like the first. I don't know what it is, but like I've never like. That's not true because like the Black album, the first one, mm -hmm. the first track on Black album was Enter Sandman, and like it's Great kind song. of a banger. Yeah, but like usually the first album or the first track on Metallica albums. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I had to get a little further in, and that was definitely the case with this one. But regardless, physical media for the win. Yeah, the radio in the boxer is really good, so I'm just gonna keep it, and yeah. then I'll run nav off my phone. Eventually, I'd like to figure out how to like actually have that go to switched power, so sure. that it's not just on all the time. Because I went to the elevator, which is right by where my car is parked, oh. and my phone hooked up to the Bluetooth in the car. Oh, oh. <laughs> it has like a thirty or no, no, no. no. Yeah, it has like a 10 meter range is what the the instructions so like 30 feet. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it'll pick up sometimes if I park too close to the elevator. Oh, I guess. But I mean, like, whatever. Like, I yeah. have Bluetooth in my 23 year old Porsche now. Like, I don't yeah. really care. Honestly, I think that was probably like the biggest reason why I even bought a new car was just because I wanted the convenience of Bluetooth. Yeah. Not because my I mean, my Jetta wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't great, but on connectivity is great. Yeah yeah especially no. when it's well done like no matter what like um you know factory navigation or audio or media or whatever interface i yeah. interact with in a press car 99 percent of the time i will hit a point during my week-long loan or less um you know where i just decide like all right this isn't worth it i'm gonna just android auto because i i just i just want google maps yeah, and right and title done yeah the streaming yeah. service well and to be honest i mean google or apple or whoever you know i mean i have an iphone so i would use apple carplay but um yeah you know they're 
the software that they have designed is, you know, and I've said this before, I think probably on this show or just when you and I have talked, but they're better at designing that software. Just leave that to them, you know. Yeah, 100%. And it's, you know, especially since you can do CarPlay wirelessly or Android Auto wirelessly, especially on newer cars. um, Of any of that stuff, I think that will die out, the wireless bit. Um. Because ninety, I have like a really new phone. I have a Pixel Six Pro, yeah. which is still. A, I know that the seven is out now. I bought it like the day before the seven came out, mm. <laughs> without knowing it. I would have just waited like two or three weeks or whatever yeah. it was. Regardless, like it's a really new phone, and every single time I use wireless CarPlay and wireless charging, I leave the car with less battery than I started with. With yeah, because like yeah. the wireless charging can't keep up, and the phone gets too hot, so that shuts off. But it keeps yeah. the Android Auto going, right? And then like, so I just leave with less battery. Yeah, I'm hoping that or Porsche just is overheats to solve the that. shit we out of your phone, like time. what I was telling you when yeah, you exactly. had the XM or whatever is in my car when I got it. It's a 2018, and you have to plug your phone in or whatever. Um. But, you know, using Apple CarPlay, like, to your point, does use more of the battery or whatever. It heats up the phone a little bit while you're driving. Which, if your car's, you know, if it's a normal day or whatever, it's usually not that big of a deal. But one day last summer, it was like 100. I swear to God, I got into my car, and the temperature readout said 108 degrees. And yep. I plugged my phone in, whatever, you know, everything. You know, CarPlay, you know, got up. And I looked at my phone because CarPlay like disconnected. I looked at my phone and my phone was overheating. You know, I it, think that, that part of that is obviously outside. You know, it's just I hot was going to say, I think but... that has a lot to do with your phone having been outside and in the heat. Because I've never had that happen when I'm physically connected to uh, whatever yeah. car I'm using at the yeah, time. Like I've right. never had that happen, but I consistently had it happen uh, in the M240i. Just because the like little wireless charging cubby was so small and poorly yeah. ventilated, yeah. Um, which I feel like manufacturers have kind of started to figure out, like on the on the Ford stuff, like the Broncos and the F one fifties. It's kind of like more out in the open, and I yeah. have that issue occur less. But still, like it, it happens all the time. It happens with the XM, um, where my phone like just got it didn't overheat, but like it was really hot. Like yeah. I had less battery than I started with. Like I. 90 even if it's an option now i just i just connect to the connect to it you know with a wired connection yeah it's just it's just worth it yeah yeah i mean also wired or wired is just you know the connectivity is just a lot better but um i don't know i just think it works better i don't know in a way which is weird but uh but we can talk about the xm now if you yeah, want to yeah i was going to say that, that i think this is probably a good a good segue into the xm so you had the yeah. XM for four days? Four days, yeah. Pretty hot car, um, you know, so sometimes when we have really, really high uh, high demand stuff, you know, I just, my loan is shorter because I'm not Matt Farah uh, or whoever, or Kyle uh, in this case, Kyle mm-hmm. Connor of Out of Spec. Yeah. Because, you know, he kind of pulls rank here. He's a big YouTube guy out here, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, fine. He's earned it for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not complaining about the four day loan, but yeah, I had it for four days. Um, you know, I, I kind of did what I do with it. I took it to the canyons. Uh, yeah. You and I rolled around in it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, it was an interesting car. Um, after I, after you and I had spent some time in it together, I was talking to 
Brendan, the guy who owns that R32 that I drove oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. He just like he was like, man, that thing's ugly. You know, like that's I posted that thing and that was every DM I got was like, wow, that car's super, super gross looking. Right. Um, right from everybody yeah. you know like lay people that follow me that like you know family members were just like what is that that's so ugly yeah. um you know like didn't know it was a bmw but like him and i were talking about it and he said um i just wish it looked like a car and not a meme <laughs> <laughs> and, and like yeah. i don't really yeah. know how to add to that yeah <laughs> like that's how i concluded my review <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like, it, it just yeah, looks bro. like the the annoying part is the interior is so nice. So nice. So nice. I mean the seats For are super every comfortable. Great thing about the XM, there is something that lets it down. You can immediately every yeah. good thing I can say about that car, I can immediately follow with a scathing critique of some other aspect of it, related or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it'll it'll never it's kind of like the uh, like when the X6M came out initially. Um, like or just the, the X6 in general. Yeah. I mean, just that platform is just super, or that body style is super weird, but it's kind of like that, you know, where it's just, no matter how many iterations they end up doing of it, no one, not, it's never going to have mass appeal, no matter how good the interior is, no matter how much horsepower it makes. Cause I mean, that thing is fast, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the sales numbers on the X6 are off the top of my head. I'd imagine they're, I mean, I mean, the car not, still exists, so they must be they must be making the money. You yeah, know? I guess I don't know. I can't imagine too much. You know, I don't think that's it's... the thing that that's what kills me about this car is clearly there is some financial justification for this. Um, yeah, otherwise it wouldn't exist. Well, because I, I mean, think that I think that if uh, you know BMW had approached, um, this is just wild speculation at this mm-hmm. point. But you know, I think that if BMW had approached uh, Francisca's Van Meal, which is the head of bmwm and been like hey we need you to make us another halo car um you know that powertrain would have ended up in like a new m1 uh you know like yeah two-door mid-engine sports car yeah uh, probably based loosely on the i8 architecture uh yeah probably. i bet you that's probably yeah. what would have happened but the business case for a big fast suv was too tempting to ignore and so that was kind of the assignment I don't know if that is actually what transpired yeah, or not. But yeah, I, mean, I think it's a good guess, probably. Good money. Yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to bet pretty good money. But yeah. the worst thing about the XM by far, aside from the looks, is that it drives so good you kind of forget how ugly it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I like, I don't know, because it seems like even the verdict on that is split. Um, you know, really? Like I've heard, yeah, like uh, mm. Stephen Ewing, uh, my freelancer buddy, like, told me it was really great um you know and i was kind of like hmm, we'll see yeah right uh, you know and and um my buddy at edmonds told me like you know it's really great but you still have to look at it same yeah. thing right yeah and then like throttle house was like oh kind of drives like shit don't understand why this car exists it's very expensive don't get it and then all yeah. of their critiques were pretty valid um when i watched their review like with some hindsight but it kind of seems like for every person that thinks that it drove really great there's people that think it didn't. Um, mm. I happen to fall into the former camp. I think it drove really great. Uh, I told you, like, I that's the first time I've, I've driven a couple of the big super SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't driven the RSQ8, but I've driven some of the AMG stuff that's kind of that size. Um, and it, like, I, I mean, that was the, the XM was the first one where I was like, I, I, I need a racetrack. 
because I just I'm I'm running out of road here and like this car still has so much more to give yeah. as far as like speed goes yeah where just like I just it wouldn't have been safe I could have driven faster yeah. because the car was so good but I just it's it would be dumb right you know yeah and which that, is impressive in its own right and you know one of the first things I said when you know you came over to my house and we got in the car or whatever the first thing I wondered, I was like, you know, what is this car competing against? You know, like, what is the point? I mean, because I mean, that's the big critique that everybody's making kind of to your point is like, what is what is Why the point of BMW like making this car? You know, the later on, you're like, well, there's the RSQA and then there's the the Urus, Urus or whatever. Urus. You know, Urus or yeah, whatever, however yeah. you want to say it. You know, which I was like, OK, I guess that makes sense. But then. Those car, I mean, and you brought this up. The XM is based off of the X7, which is a larger well, platform. X5. It's oh, a stretched X5 platform. Listen, I learned I was wrong when I told you that. Oh, okay, that it's, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's X5 platform, and they kind of like made room for the batteries and stuff. Okay. Um, uh, anyways, I've seen I've seen some RSQ8s on the road. I've seen a few Urises or whatever, or Udrus or whatever Urus. I've seen a few. That XM is definitely bigger than all of those cars, for sure. Uh, I think, you know, size... I know it's it's definitely bigger than the RSQ8. It's probably pretty tight with the Euros. I think they're the, that and the RSQ8 are about the same, because it's the same platform. Yeah, no, I know. I, and maybe just the Lamborghini has a bit more visual mass. Yeah, maybe. What's I don't know. Deal? I could be wrong, but I don't know, dude. Like, you know, I just felt like when I was sitting in the car, I was just so high up. Like, it felt like I was in a truck, in a way. Um, you know, and obviously you can adjust that or whatever. There's ultimate adjustability in that car, but... They're pretty close, in case you were wondering. Uh, it's uh, XM is 122.2, uh, and the Urus is 118.2. Mm, okay. So, they're pretty close. XM's just a little bit longer. I would be willing to bet if we go width, it's different, but continue. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, but um, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't understand the point of, I just don't understand the point of BMW making this car. I don't, I know it's also like a really dumb Halo car. If it is supposed to be their Halo car, it's probably the dumbest Halo car. It's the most expensive M car they've ever, or no. Well, what did they say? What did they say? Never mind. Are you sure it's the most expensive M car? Yeah, that's uh, why I immediately like. I was about to say because I feel like those M8s are insane. Um, I was thinking of some other statistic. Never oh, yeah. okay, Disregard. whatever. Disregard. That was wrong. either way. Uh, I did find the widths. Uh, seventy nine four four for the Urus, and seventy eight nine for the XM. So they're pretty darn close. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I was wrong on that. The but... XM obviously like does have quite a lot more visual mass with the big flat face and. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels big. I mean, being in it feels big. Looking at it, it's big. Like, it's a it's a. You gotta, like, car. step up on it to get in, you yeah. know? It's not small, you know, which I guess if that's what you're looking for, you know, cool. But I just, I don't think this is, I don't know. I just don't get the super fast SUV thing, like, what they're yeah, trying to do. I, like, I, I and, like, it. I had fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, like driving it quickly was fun. It yeah. drove really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I mean, it's just baffling how well composed the body is. 
Yeah. You know, it's very obvious that the people who made that car make really good, engaging, fast cars, which BMW occasionally has been known to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Throughout, you know, they dabble occasionally. Yeah. Mm. Maybe some fast stuff ekes out. Every every so often. Every, every, every so, so often. often. Um, you know, and like you can tell that those people made it. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand why they didn't just take that and do something more interesting with it. Yeah. I I think that or just like just not. Done it's just it at such all. an obvious like play. Yeah. Like I get that the I and like I understand you got to make money. You know, yeah. BMW at the end of the day is nothing but a business. Um. But who's know, buying the like, shit? On this episode Dude. of who's buying this shit? Yeah, the bro. XM. That's the same. Twenty seven hundred people across the globe are buying these cars. Yeah, I the guess. people that are buying this have had a Urus or own one currently. Like, it's the same twenty five hundred to five thousand people. Yeah, you know, and they know that they can sell them. And like, I can't. I fuck, dude. Like, I can't fault them for that. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, fair. Do I wish that BMW still made a car that weighed like three thousand pounds with like three hundred fifty horsepower and was only sold with a manual? Yeah. But like, this is what we get, and like, quite frankly, it's still pretty fucking good. Well, the other is thing is, is that the number of people that will buy this is probably—I don't know if I want to say that. I, the number of people. <laughs> no, that no, are, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say that. That's gonna—that'll get me in trouble. All I, I was know, gonna say. I, I mean, like, you look at how many T50s Gordon has sold, and yeah i just don't know i'll tell you many... which more i i don't know i'd tell you which one they'd sell more of if they came out and were like you yeah know, we took a thousand pounds off the m2 and mm -hmm. both turbos yeah um, we're basically just blatantly ripping off beerman even though he's no longer with the company here's a new e46 m3 yeah we're gonna make ten thousand of them sold instantaneously they could probably get over i mean dealers could get over yeah. msrp oh, i mean yeah. porsche's proven every that, single that one of can, them you can do that but they they can also do it with suvs and it's easier probably from a production standpoint to do that than yeah. to do what i just talked about yeah um you know it's it's easier it just is yeah. um i you know and i can't really fault them for it i just wish it weren't so terrible to look at yeah no, that's the weird thing about it is the design has good elements like i was editing my photos today for the review uh which you can read on auto evolution and after i've gotten the plug in you know i was kind of like re you know i was i was going through them and like there's elements that are good you know they have the split headlight thing right yeah um, yeah the the top like batman looking drls i think those are super cool i think yeah. that it works pretty well um, I think that they could integrate the actual headlights themselves a little bit better rather than trying to hide them. They could do something kind of interesting without getting too close to what Genesis is doing. Yeah. I think that the rear haunches of the vehicle oh, look Genesis really good. Lights are so sick, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And like Genesis has really, you know, but there's some room to play with that formula. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I think that the like hood bulges that lead into the nostrils is a good idea that has been poorly executed. Um, I think that that kind of like playing with the way that the front fascia runs into the rest of the body is, is it can work really well. Yeah. Um, it can also look really weird. And then maybe 20 years on, we're kind of like, no, that was kind of weird and cool. Um, Alfa Romeo SC Zagato, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The haunches of the vehicle work really well. I think, um, you know, it makes it look really 
broad and muscular, you know, is, you know, that's kind of what that is there for on yeah. every car that has yeah. that design cue. I actually, I don't hate the little gold trimming thing around the window. I think that I don't even remember that. it's just a little dumb. No, because remember, mine was blacked out, but you can oh. get it with gold. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. that's like all the press photos, it's gold. Um, yep. I think that it's a little dumb, but kind of fun dumb. Not like, why would you do that dumb? Yeah. I think the taillights look kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think the rear of the car actually does look I think look the rear good. was a pretty cohesive, solid. Yeah. It's really a just like the front 50% okay versus the rear 50%. And how those two ends of the car interact yeah, with each other. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, someone designed the front and then, well, no, someone started at the back, got a concussion, and then finished the rest of the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think because like the little notches at the, at the back on the top on mm -hmm. the lift gate with the BMW roundels, uh, like the M1, I think that that's cool. I think it looks yeah. cool. I think it gives the rear some interesting like visual weight. And I like how the, the idea of that verticality is reflected in the exhaust arrangement lower yeah. on the car. Yep. I think that it's so weird because someone who you could, you look at it and if you know just a little bit about automotive design, you look at it and it's so obvious that a very talented designer made that car. Oh yeah, for sure. But then you're just sitting there like, why is it so ugly then? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's the th that's my predominant issue is that every conversation that you can have about this car leads back to the fact that it's butt fuck ugly. Yeah. 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 I mean like I have tried to discuss other aspects of this car now for this podcast and like I just keep circling back to the fact that it's really fucking ugly. All right, I'm going to try and get through what I liked about the rest of the car without talking about the fact that it's fucking ugly. Yeah. Sounds good. Do it. Starting now. So powertrain. Very good. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that the hybrid worked pretty well. I think that it is fair to say that the switch from uh, fully electric to hybrid and or V8 only um, is a little rough. You felt that as well. You commented on it without being prompted almost immediately. Yeah. Um, I think that the shifter intensity thing when you like have the car loaded up and you're driving at pace is fun at first and then kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, I ended up turning it down pretty quickly because it just felt like driving a single clutch Lambo. And like, while that experience is cool in a Lamborghini, Not I cool would kind of, yeah, and it's just tiring. Yeah, for sure. You know, and maybe that's cause this was, you know, my first time really out in the canyons in a while. My neck was, you know, a little squishy. Um, yeah after having you know the winter off season um hold on sorry i hear yelling the cat is somewhere now oh. two seconds yeah the cat's somewhere cool no worries oh, i can hear it now too yeah she she got bad that she was uh still in the bedroom there she is uh, um, yep. She's going to come out here and participate in the show. Uh, what else? We were on powertrain. Yeah. Uh, um, Shifting oh, intensity just... and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, that was kind of, eh. I thought that, you know, upshift for show, downshift for go. I yeah. thought the downshifts were just a little laggy. Um, I got denied a couple of shifts. Maybe that was me. Maybe that was the car. It's just something I noticed. Um. 
oh, quick final note on the hybrid deal. I think it's really cool being able to go from making tons of V8 noises to totally silent. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot, actually. I think that it's really cool. Um, I think that in the cars that where like they don't have to care about weight, um, you know, that'll be kind of a cool system to have. Yeah. You know, like uh, the running theory is like that's the M5's powertrain, the next M5's powertrain. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That was cool. Charges a little slow, like all the plugins, right? Yeah. Um, I think it was like max seven kilowatt. Uh, oh, charging geez. and it's like a 24.7 kilowatt hour battery pack so it's like three hours to charge the thing yeah i guess it's, uh, terrible, but... it's not awful but you also can't like do level two charging because if, if you could do level two charging dude like it would be like 10 minutes to charge the thing yeah because uh, at 50 yeah. kilowatts it's like you know yeah you're under 30 minutes probably to charge that thing conservatively right. um let's see what else i thought it sounded good enough I think that it could have been louder. Like, I think that for an M product, they should have found a way. The mini bikes are back. They should have I, found I a, a way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they should have found a way to get a little bit more noise into the interior exhaust noise without, like, don't electronically pump it in. You know, I can tell. Stop doing that. Yeah. It um, was, that was one thing I would say is really obvious that it's being pumped in. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds great from outside the car. Uh, yeah like that's how you make cars quiet and like everybody's like oh the car's too loud yeah um, and this is this is what happens yeah when you say that your car is too loud on the highway this is what happens yeah so like keep that in mind next time someone at your dealership asks you for some feedback uh leave that to people like me i guess i don't know um <laughs> let's see what else grip was phenomenal yeah um it had it p zeros on it it had great grip mm -hmm. um like I said, I, I definitely like hit the limit of the piece of road that I was on before I hit my limit or the car's limit. Yeah. Certainly the car's limit. Um, I mean, just really, as far as driving dynamics go, almost no notes. They've almost unfucked the like, the hey, 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 get your claws out of the couch, bastard. <laughs> um, they have almost, almost gotten rid of the video gaminess of the steering. It's like 85% there now. So I think that like another couple of years they'll sort of that. It was definitely a lot more. You remember the M240 steering? Uh, yes. It was bad. Yeah. It's it like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a little too weighty. I say that about almost every steering system though. Um, See, I like the heavy, like the heavy steering. You do know. until you do like 45 minutes in the canyons. And they're like, man, fuck this. Yeah, that's fair. I'm tired. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I got through it. I think that that's it. Um, you know, those pros and cons said. I just couldn't. If I had $165,000 to spend on a single car, I tell you what, dude, it wouldn't be the XM because I would have to look at it every day. And I yeah. just can't bring myself to do that. Yeah. Well, and even, and I think there are, the thing I think to note is there are a lot of pros about the car. I personally, I really like the interior. The sound system was pretty solid. We tested that pretty out. Pretty solid, yep. Uh, the only really gripe that either of us had about the interior, it was really just the climate control system. Oh, how, yeah. And how yes. uh, absolutely... I don't. I don't even cluster fucky that thing was. Yeah, it's just poor. It's poor layout. Someone yeah, it's just, just poor design. It just didn't get through QC. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, There's just way too many controls that don't make sense. Also, the uh, the ventilated seats don't really do anything. Just, yep. That's a Euro thing. Yeah. Uh, they don't really do anything, so that was kind of weird. Um, but, I mean, other than that, the back seat had a ton of room. Uh, yeah, was- and pillows for some reason. Um, <laughs> I still don't like. I don't get. I guess they're just for napping in the back. Like I. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would rather have the pillows than not. You know, like if my yeah. I mean, it's not pillows, I'd be bad like, to have them. Pillows. Um, but I, I mean, think the... I should have kept one and seen if David noticed. Oh, they would have noticed. <laughs> That's like a five hundred dollar pillow. I don't dude. know. I don't know. I think they would have noticed, but I don't know. It was a weird thing. You also got matching uh, luggage. Which was interesting. Well, a bag with the charger in it. Hey, man, that's good enough to. I mean, you, the, the luggage makes it sound like there's a whole set. It's the one bag, and it is matched. And admittedly, the bag looks better than the exterior of the car. Yeah, no, it's a good looking bag. But the back seats <laughs> were really, really comfortable. Plenty of cargo space. This. It scared me. Yeah, because uh, I thought there was like something wrong with the car when I dove on the brakes for the first time because the big heavy charger like slammed into the rear seats. Uh, oh, and I thought that there was like either somebody in the back of the car or I broke something. I thought I like munched Jesus. a diff or something because oh, <laughs> I like uh, was like decelerating from a launch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. But yeah, I mean, I think overall, I think. Oh man, I mean the drivetrain or the powertrain and everything was great, and the interior was really great. But no matter how good yeah, that, yeah. that you know, the exterior is just shit, and it's the I, price point is terrible. Exactly, and I think that's like the wheat from the chaff. Uh, you know, I think that the kind of people that we think should be buying M cars are the people that aren't buying the XM, and the kind of people that are just like gonna rip a few punches. Yeah. I guarantee you the person that ends up buying, or at least a majority of the people that end up buying this thing have never seen an E30. They don't I know want, what it I is. I just want to, like, I want, I, like, actually genuinely want to talk to the buyers of this, the M3, the new M2. Well, the weird all, part is, you know, dude, is one of, like, shitty BMW designs in the last three years. I want yeah. to talk to the buyers. Well, I was on the... Um... I was on Reddit the other day and I forgot that I actually follow the BMW subreddit. Um, and it was right after you had the XM, but that is a, that is a boring sub. Somebody posted a picture of the XM and was like, Hey, uh, finally saw an XM on the road. Cause I don't think they're very common. I mean, who's no. buying them for one, but I bet you it's in, a year before I see one like in the yeah. wild. It's not, you know, yeah, I, yeah. whatever. Um, but like people are excited about the car, which is weird. I don't know why you'd be excited, but there were plenty of people that were like, "It's such a cool car. It's so cool. It's a next generation of M." It's like, no, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I because I remember seeing posts about like on that subreddit specifically about like M3, M4, yeah, G80s, uh, and just being like, "You fucking idiots." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and kind of being like, all right, like, you know, this is like a microcosm of people that are extremely passionate about this brand. Like they could do no speaking. Wrong. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of, and like, that's, I mean, that's probably who's buying the, you know, M3s, the M4s is like people that like think that BMW can't like fuck up. Yeah. I uh, mean, and to be fair, I hate, I don't like the way they look. I love uh, yeah, the previous absolutely. generation M4, especially. Yeah, the F80 was 
the 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 M4, the, specifically the M4 GTS. If I could own one BMW, that'd be it. I mean, that thing is a fucking missile and is absolutely insane. Wait, 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 wait! You're talking about the the one with the little whang on the back. Uh, it's not and, a little whang. It's a big and the whang. like and the likes. It's, it's got a roll cage yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure we we're on the same. Page. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And the crazy part, dude, is they're not even that expensive for what you're getting for for what you're getting. They're like oh, how yeah, they're like a hundred and twenty. I think maybe maybe not. I think there's. I'm already. There. I'm on it. Yeah. I'm looking. I think there's somewhere. Maybe like maybe 160. I don't know. Hey, you're not gonna believe this. Am I wrong again? Yeah, but like good wrong. Oh shit. Would you say buck sixty? Right. Uh. Well, I said 120 first, but you said 120. Okay. I'm looking at a white one. Nice. Thirty-two thousand miles on it for half that. Wait, there's sixty grand. Seventy. What? Okay, yeah, yeah I'm looking that's at right <laughs> way now. more of a Concord, fucking... North Carolina. Holy uh, shit! Yeah. Is that salvaged or something? I remember. No, same title. Uh, accident reported. Sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. To be Still, honest, like seventy. Though... I, I just saw another one for seventy-five with the oh, okay. title and this similar mileage in that, like gray. Yeah. I remember Camisa like really shitting on this car. Oh yeah, so did Doug. That's what I. They both did. About this car. Um. Really? For a number of reasons. For one, when it was new, it was quite a bit more expensive than the highest tier. I remember that being BM- M4. Yes. Yep. Um, it was. It is super uncomfortable to drive in because it's straight up a fucking race car. Because I'm pretty sure it's their DTM car, or not their DTM, but their uh, yeah, GT3 or whatever variant. You know, mm-hmm. some um, sort of FIA homologation series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're there's air conditioning, but they took out a bunch of like the uh, features of the yeah, car. like the windows are probably like Lexan, right? No, no, no. They have like real glass windows and stuff. Um, yeah. But have, like, you know, there's no back seats because there's a roll cage. There's no door pockets. The door panels are yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. Alcantara and they have a pulley to like pull the yep. door yeah. open. But yeah, it was just it was the problem was that it was so much more expensive than the. Like even the highest end M4 at the time, that it made no sense yeah. to buy it. But now with depreciation, now cetera, with depreciation, they, they make a and sense. I think mm-hmm. that F80 ended up actually being fairly reliable. Like I don't, yeah, those engines. Well, there's something on them that has to be done, some sort of pulley, something or yeah, other but like nothing the, like there's no rod bearing issue, like nothing huge, yeah. like. That I'm aware of. There could be. I could be wrong. But as far as I understand, and maybe time has not, not enough time has yeah. passed. Um, but anyway, so, all that to say. Yeah. You know. Um, do something yeah. else with your money if you're in the market for a fast BMW. Yeah. At or below $200,000. Dude, shit, you could go get a Porsche at that. At that. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's a great argument is like, if you want a fast SUV for $200,000. That's German. Like, and not an Audi. Tri- <laughs> Cayenne something, the con something. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could get a Cayenne Turbo. Something Con Turbo S. No, because that's way too small. Let's go. Let's. Uh, let's a Cayenne Turbo start out. So, like, what, 120, 130? Hold on a minute. Is that let's a... just. I, I'm, I'm, I'm checking. 
Okay. We are we are checking, Charles. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, then they even have the uh, one six three is the Turbo SE hybrid. Uh, one uh, two five is the base turbo. Okay. So that's... yeah, dude, like you could you could go base turbo you and could like spec granted, out a pretty nice got, turbo. Granted, all right. Base turbo has a hundred less horsepower. They're five forty one. It also doesn't look like a fucking transformer. That was the first thing I said. Is it looked like Megatron? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. Everybody's yeah. got a good joke about how that car looks. Yeah, I like haven't heard Megatron, of that one yet. Dude. Um. What's the zero to sixty three and a half? I mean, that's like dude, that's right there at the way. XM. Oh, the turbos are at, yeah three and a half. You could spend a lot of money on a turbo and get everything but the hundred horsepower. You could even for... get the Weissage package. I don't know if they do. They? I don't know. The just G- fucking Turbo around. Coupe GT. You How could get the, the Sport Chrono package. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, if you're buying a new Porsche and you're not getting the Chrono, like, what, really, what are you doing? Well, did I tell you what happened when Carmen and I were driving? Did I tell you about that? So the Turbo GT is 188. Just to put a bow on that. No. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Carm is an aficionado of cars. You know, she's <laughs> really in it. Mm-hmm. We're driving. And well, she was, was driving. That was sarcasm for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. She's not super into <laughs> cars. Not. She knows a, f- a little bit about she Audis. She likes Alfa Romeos because they're pretty. No, she actually doesn't really like Alfa Romeos. I don't really know oh, how that ever got brought up. She actually really likes Audis and yes. Volkswagens. Um. Anyways, so she likes German cars just like me, but hates BMWs, which I don't understand, but whatever. Um. Anyways, we're driving. And there's a 911 that's next to us at the at this red light. And, you know, I can tell if someone has a sport chrono package just by looking into their car because I know the little fucking dial or whatever that's on there. The, the chrono. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the chrono part of the and sport chrono package. I was like, man, I'd like I'd love to have a 911 or I said something like that. And she goes, well, you could, you know, be like that guy and just get that one. I was like, no. He's poor. He didn't get the sport chrono package. Why didn't you just do it and spend the $22,000 and get the sport? Or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I wish Chase is here. He would understand the joke. <laughs> you know? Like, come on. Why don't you know about the sport chrono package? My God. I saw, oh, I saw a, uh, um, uh, a GT4 RS for the first time yesterday. Oh, nice. The new one. At the little super secret quiet Sunday Porsche meet. Yeah, um, it seems super quiet. Which I guess now I... It's crazy how I bought a car and was immediately invited to that. Like, they fucking knew. Like, some sort of weird secret society. Yeah. Um, You're now a Freemason? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I bought that car. Like, the bill of sale landed in my hand. Yeah. And... I got a I got an Instagram DM from one of their members and was like, "Hey, we have a little Is that really how it happened? I was kind of I was wondering. I, mean, I I did get an Instagram DM because oh. I was like interacting with one of them and was like, "Yo, like, uh, oh, what are cool. you doing this Sunday?" Because just nice. like him and I will hang out, and he was like, "Well, there's a thing on yeah, Porsche people like, and like you know, it was a bunch of old dudes in their Porsches." Yeah. Cool. Um. But yeah, that's where I saw it. It was like launch spec. 
Um, oh, nice. someone like pulled okay. a Doug DeMuro and just straight up and down, just like the press cars. Yeah. Um, so it had the magnesium which is a good spec. They have the magnesium wheels and everything. Uh, no, because some of the press cars didn't. Um, oh, okay. He got he got Steelys because he was like, if I fuck up one of those wheels, like I I'm not. Oh yeah. I bought a really expensive car, but I'm not made of money. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, those I, ma- that package yeah. alone is pretty so, expensive. So, yeah. 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 Whatever that package. I think it's is, like it thirty grand. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And like for a car that like. Frankly, like I probably wouldn't either if I were like really planning on using. Oh no! Plus, those magnesium wheels don't really look that good, to be honest. I don't think they look that good. But I would need to see them in person because the blue on the car I actually didn't like when I saw it on a screen, and then I saw it there at the cars and coffee. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the yellow. Yeah. Uh, but that those are cool. That was cool. Um. Yeah. Really, no notes on the XM other than it being ugly. Yeah, I mean that's really all. We had budgeted time to talk about, but we're going to find a way to fill the time with something. Because we have another what? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still on the hunt for uh, a new car. Well, a second car. Oh, yeah, you are still. Yeah. I'll send you Miatas every once in a while. So, yeah, I found one up in, I was going to tell you, I found one up in Boulder that has been supercharged and has 34,000 miles on it. It's an NB. Mm-hmm. It's been supercharged, and he's asking. I think it was like thirteen for mm-hmm. it, and it looks really clean. I just don't know how many. Did he did he have a dyno sheet? No, no. Mm. He did, did he? I mean, did he give a number? I don't think so. No, I have to look at the listing again. Maybe he did. I don't know. I was more just looking like. I bet it's like forty, fifty horsepower, right? It's probably right around there. Yeah, so it's probably making somewhere around like two. It's got close to two. Yeah. Because they were, know. what, 150 and chain? Like 153, I think. Something like that. So Let's just triple check. And I don't think they've really done anything else to it. So it might be making just over two or something. Maybe 220 at the most. Um, But, yeah. So there's that. I mean, it's just, I've looked in, I've been looking in, like, Utah. I've been looking in Kansas. I've been looking, you know, because I'm not necessarily opposed to driving. 138, by the way. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, supercharger, you could get to two hundred. Yeah, yeah. You do like injectors and a couple other it's probably got an exhaust. Oh yeah. I'm sure it has a lot more uh So you want a thirteen what color was it? Red. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I mean it had like thirty four thousand miles on it. The interior was super clean. Uh didn't come with a hard top, but eh, that's okay. I can um Whatever. I would, I don't know, because those are just worth so much. You know, like, if you could find a hard top, if I could find, like, I don't know, what I was looking for when I was looking for one was, like, a really clean, um, you know, stock car with a hard top is what I wanted with the yeah. diff. Yeah. I don't know if you're, like, in the same boat, but, like, yeah. I really wanted that hard top because it's such a, like, value add. It is, and and I would if I could get one with a hard top. Obviously, I would prioritize a hard top over you know just a soft top. Yeah, but and for people that don't know, the reason that we're even discussing this is because Mazda doesn't manufacture the hard tops for the NA and NB Miatas anymore. Yeah, um, and the NCs were either sold as a soft top with no hard top option or a folding metal roof. Um, yeah, so I mean they're just 
not made anymore and like reproductions kind of don't fit right and so the market obviously as you can expect kind has of gone has gone up, up on the, yeah you know, i mean i would say know, there's at least at two least a two or three dollars. grand upcharge or not yeah not exactly and that's what they are on the open market like yeah. if you buy a hard top it's two thousand to thirty five hundred dollars depending yeah. on the which hard is top. a lot for a hard top yeah i mean that's what a hard top is for my porsche oh that's right i totally forgot they made hard tops yeah they made them um that's right they look kind of weird to be honest but they do look kind of weird but like yeah they make them uh, yeah well hopefully you can find one yeah soon we'll see i would like to get one before the summer um i don't know how before the summer is out or you mean like imminently as soon as possible before like probably before the summer is out i mean as you know personally i have a lot going on this summer so probably not going (laughs) to be able to you know be looking probably not (laughs) you know i'm not going to be able to be super attentive um to facebook marketplace but i'm looking you know i'll check I am always down the hunt for cars, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I check. Let me just get that marketplace algorithm switched from Porsche stuff to Miata stuff, and uh... <laughs> yeah. Plus, I don't know. I mean, I'm really just trying to figure out what to do with my car. You know, I, I mean, I've told you a bunch of times, but I really want to sell it because I just don't. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a particularly engaging. It's yeah. just I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna end up being really bored in a few years. Uh, and bummed that you didn't buy an exciting car when you had the opportunity, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, I just can't sell that car. At all costs, you should just buy something dumb now while you can. Yeah. Yeah. It comes for us all. Like, you you, you get on it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully I'll buy something soon, but yeah. So, I don't know. I guess that's my my update. Hopefully, yeah, I mean. Hopefully something sooner rather than later. There's all one on cars and bids or bring a trailer like yeah. if you i'm gonna be honest with you if you really fucking wanted one you could find a really straight one like in 45 minutes oh for sure it's more just the money and also i just don't know how it because at that point if i was getting a nice one i'd have to finance it because i just wouldn't have enough just upfront yeah. cash just to buy it yeah um so then it's like well where am have i you, financing i mean what is the situation with have you talked to your bank? Did did they tell you it's too old? Because I oh no no, no. I, I haven't talked you. to any I haven't talked to anybody. Yeah, okay. Like finance, so I don't know. I mean, I could get approved. I could not get approved. Yeah. I have no idea. I was just told the car was too old when yeah. I tried to finance the M3. Almost everybody told me the car was too old. Uh, yeah, was I mean those NA. You might have better luck with the NDS, obviously, because yeah, yeah, those well, were like ninety eight to one. Well, I'd like to get no. There were. Longer than that, weren't they? Nope. Oh, I thought that Mazda speeds were like up to 2004. I was like, I'm pretty sure they were longer than that. 9805, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I thought those Mazda speeds were 98.04s, but uh, there's because they made them in 04 and 05 and then stopped. Yeah. Um, yeah, then that next generation of Miata. I, you so could find terrible. one. You could find a stock one with like seventy five thousand miles on it for under ten grand, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I just don't have ten grand just lying around. No, so, I know. I yeah. I mean, it would obviously still be a question of you know trying to figure out how to get something strung together for that. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I could put like a couple grand down, you know, on you know like one or two grand. I mean, I wouldn't have to put a ton down, 
But like a monthly payment. You wouldn't payment, need to for a loan like that anyways because the payment would be like no money. I know. It would be like 100 bucks a month maybe. Yeah, and my $10,000 loan on my GTI was like – I think I remember being like, okay, it's only $60 a paycheck. Like, Yeah. So yeah. – which to have something to drive like fun in the summer, I think would be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, I mean, not even just the summer. I mean, you can drive that a lot of the year in Colorado. Yeah. Know, I mean, I'm kind to. of considering not even getting snow tires for the Boxster for that reason. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously, yeah. like I, I live with my girlfriend now and like she's been more than clear that like sharing cars is not going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, so like. I have to just nut up and drive her car for, you know, maybe three months out of the year before I can kind of start occasionally driving the Boxster again in the spring. Yeah. It's like almost not really even worth it to fuck around and like get snow tires and do that dance. Plus oh, snow tires yeah. are so expensive and they, I don't know. And the car doesn't have traction control. And I just like, don't know how I would feel about a, a car like that in the snow. I don't know yeah. for whatever reason, like I was super down to drive the M3 year round. Uh, it's also a lot heavier. This, I'm just not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the Boxster is like 2,800 pounds. Yeah, the M3 is a lot heavier, and it was a coupe. It wasn't a convertible. Yeah, I I mean, like the soft top roof thing doesn't worry me too much. Oh, it would me, dude. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, like it's you know, it is a single layer roof, but like the heater, I've used the heater in that thing because it is still cool-ish here in Denver, and like it, it's pretty, you know, kicks ass. It does yeah. good. Yeah, it does better in the AC. The AC, I can tell. Like I, that car is going to be a little warm in the summer. Um, yeah, but you just put the top down, and then it's warmer. No, dude, if you drive fast enough, it's like free AC, dude. <laughs> <laughs> free AC. I was hot today, bro. Like I got hot in that car, like sitting in traffic. Yeah, well, it's because I was sitting in traffic. You know, I was sitting on Spear. Yeah, which like again for the non-locals is like a big stop and go downtown drag, um, mm. and like. I got hot, you know, and it was 70 degrees outside, but like you're on the tarmac. There's a bunch of other cars around you. You're not moving, you know, yeah, there's no wind. Like, yeah, I got hot. Yeah. You know, like I put the top up and turned the air conditioning on while I was like driving down the spirit. Cause I was like, this is just, or no, no, I put the top up just to have some shade and then like rolled the windows down. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm not too worried. Yeah. But, I don't know. I also still am kind of looking at like maybe a Z3, maybe getting one of those. If you could find like the right one. Yeah. Some of the, uh, well, not some. Are you all... looking at the M's or just the. Uh, I'm looking at a few of the M's. I just don't, I don't really want to pay that much. Cause that I was going to was... say, it's going to be a case of like buying a high mile M or a low mile non M. Isn't it? Well, I'd straight, if I was going to buy an M, I'd have to sell my car. I'd my, the car that I, you know, my escape, I'd have to sell that for sure. Cause there's no way I could swing both of those at the same time. That's what I'm telling you. It's just fuck it. No, I, I mean, if I was going to do that, <laughs> I'd have to get a clown shoe. Uh, I could make the clown shoe work probably. Um, they're around, but mm-hmm. they're also really expensive. You can get a non M clown shoe for okay money. Do they even make non M ones? Yeah. Are you sure. With that M50, the non S series motor, it's like they're whatever inline six. Um, M54. I think. Some, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to. I don't know. Something um, like that. But yeah, but yeah way, you can get one without like the S52 or the S54 in it. 
Yeah, those are those are already right around like E60 M5 money. Yeah. So at, at that point, at that point, it's like, why not just get an E60 M5? Well, because rod bearings. Yeah, but it's also a V10 and has four doors, and I could more easily explain that to my significant other as to why I'm taking this big of a loan, you know, so. Yeah, we'll see. that is the nice thing about not being uh, beholden to the significant other as far as the car situation goes, that I can I can make really dumb decisions about my cars and, like, doesn't really affect anybody but me. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But it doesn't affect anybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think that, like, my car decisions would really affect, you know, our situation one way or the other. I just don't. I personally, I don't want it to be. You want to be on the hook? No, I just don't want it to be a problem. I don't want it to be some huge inconvenience for us. You know, I just I don't I don't want that. That's true, because, like, every time there has been a debate about, like, whose car do we take, I have kind of been like, well, like... Mm. Well, the other thing I have to consider is Carm's car is getting older. It's a lot older than my car, you know? Yeah, or not, it's yeah not really she has old. her own It's just high mileage, so she's going to need to get a new car. She actually mm-hmm. will need to get a new car pretty soon. I'm just trying to get a second car. <laughs> so, you know, uh, her situation... There's going to be a lot of movement on that after this summer. Yeah, we yeah. are definitely gearing up to to probably hopefully get rid of her car and get her into something a little bit nicer, a lot safer. Just make sure that it's um, something that can like Oh, the Passats are safe. What are you talking about a lot safer? Uh, well no, it doesn't have like a backup camera. Like I want her to have like a lot of like the modern like safety features like my car has, like adaptive cruise control, a backup camera, parking assist. Cause her car has none of that. Her car is I was fine. Say, the crash safety on those is pretty solid. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. I'm not worried about like her getting into an accident or anything like that. You know, it's, it's been a really good car. It's still really nice. I like driving it. I mean, it's an, you know, it's fast enough or whatever. It's not fast. I don't think it's the right word. It's zippy. Um, yeah zippy is definitely the way to yeah those. yeah but no i mean it's a it's been a good car for her, but you know she wants to get an suv which you know like i was telling you you know then if she gets an suv then i can go get an e60 which i've always wanted or yeah. do something else i don't know so which is what her and i have also talked about so you know it's all a mutually agreed upon plan hopefully you can buy something stupid soon it's fun yeah i would like to you know um it's great i just i just want you to feel what it's like when it breaks i just want you to know that feeling yeah (laughs) i mean no i mean i had that with the no when it's something you really love no no no, yeah (laughs) i've had that with cars that i really hated when it's when it's something you really, I want you to experience that because I think that it's an important part of being a car person to have the car that you love absolutely destroy you emotionally. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. I totally agree. Um, but yeah. Anyways, all right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. I could, yeah, I could go on hour. and on and on and on about all this. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you all for watching. We appreciate you. Like and subscribe. Yep. Comment down below on your next automotive purchase and bad decisions and we will catch you in the next one bye Bye.